world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Live. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Tagliavia. I am here with Andrea, my partner in truth, my partner in giggles and laughs and shit talk and all of the things fun and dandy in the morning. This is a show we get together. We talk about the news and events in the world. We give you our opinions and breakdowns. We're just two average Joes. Or two average Janes. I'm not sure what you're identifying as today, Andrea, but we're just average people. And we talk about what's going on, try to figure out the truth or what is the closest closest thing to the truth. We look at what the fake news is saying. We look at what the maybe not fake news is saying. We look at what he said. We look at what she said. And we try to look in the middle somewhere and find that truth. And we have conversations with you all about it almost every day as well. We have the Red Pill um, app going. I mean, every day the app is going, but we have the Zoom that's active um, in the evening time. Usually people get on and we discuss all these things further, especially today. Today's Tuesday, so that means Josh should be coming on there tonight. Usually it's Tuesday nights, and I, as far as I know, that is still the plan. So Tuesday nights, Q&A with Josh and the Red Pill family on the Social Red Pill. If you want to participate, join the Social Red Pill at socialredpill.com. Free to join, or you can support us with a subscription as well, and that goes towards keeping this all alive and running. And we appreciate you all so much for helping us uh, stay afloat over the years with spreading the truth and decentralized media. Uh, we couldn't do it without you, so thank you all so much. Good morning, Andrea. It's Tuesday, morning. October 25th. 
um, you know life life is life is tough sometimes and uh but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I don't another know what day, to say. another dollar. <laughs> yeah, man. Just, life is just normal here where I'm at, so not yeah. too much going on. Oh man. Yeah, I'm just taking it day by day myself. You know, mm-hmm. just uh, putting along. Things are good. Uh, I was just telling you here in Washington State, the good old Pacific Northwest communist uh, territory. It's just rain and for the entire foreseeable future. I know I know uh, our friends up there in Western Canada have the same uh, future. Just rain, 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 rain for like a week or more. So, mm. Oh, yeah. I know. We get snow here. It sometimes rain, but we get the snow. Whether it sticks around or not is, you know, anybody's guess. It'll be uh, back. Usually that happens January, February. Then it doesn't go away. So, It'll come back. Good. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, all of our snow from yes from the other day is gone, but it is still cold. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh my goodness! Well, you guys, a lot of stuff happened over the weekend. As we covered, we started covering yesterday morning, and Josh went into the whole entire shebang deeply last night, and this continues to unfurl and go. I don't know, just day by day things are really progressing, so let's get into it. We have a lot of news. I don't know if we'll get to all of it. I mean, we never do, so let's face it. Uh, Can't keep up with this news cycle. Um, But we picked out the most pertinent things to us, and we're going to go over them, and we're going to start with finance. Well, actually, oh, shit, I need to check. I didn't even check if we're streaming properly. (laughs) Hopefully we are. Yeah, it looks... Good. We're good. Good morning, everybody. Thank you. Alan gifted a can this morning. Thank you, Alan. We appreciate your support. Thank you so much. It's very, means a lot to us. Uh, <laughs> Rizzy Truth says that I gotta have my morning coffee. Thank you for joining us. And D Live's looking good as well. Thank you all for joining us. And thank you for joining from Facebook or if you're an audio listener. We appreciate all of you as well, as well as Clout Hub. Don't forget about Clout Hub. Yeah, we do have Clout Hub out there. We stream of- up. Yeah, we got a lot of people with uh, Clout Hub tuning in, tuning in every day. Really? All right. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, you guys, finance. I said we're not going to report too much financial stuff until something big happens. I consider this pretty big, at least to take a note um, that China stocks are crashing as Xi tightens his grip on power. As you know, Xi is basically like a king now of China. He's taken power and um we had other people congratulating him other uh leaders like you know the ones in BRICS nations and stuff that are (laughs) allies with china in some way or another and uh so it's an interesting thing we have an article here and it just says that uh china stocks crash as z tightens his grip on power uh, Tyler Durden at Zero Hedge originally published this. He, they, they they wrote, Shares in Chinese companies crashed Monday morning as traders were spooked by the consolidation of power by President Xi Jinping. After a week-long party congress, Xi was confirmed for a third presidential term on Saturday. 
Traders fear more stringent regulations on technology companies, pushing these stocks very deep into the red. The Hang Seng Index plunged to a 13-year low, dropping more than 1,000 points before closing around 15,180. The index saw a 6.4 drop, the most significant one-day drop since 2008. So these are historic moves that we like to cover. Um, this will affect the global markets. Um, however, the markets today, let's just look at Yahoo Finance real quick. Um, I believe the market's up quite a bit here. So apparently, maybe not as much as an effect as I would think. Isn't it interesting, though, that all of the numbers that we're seeing, when you when you look at them in comparison, it relates back to 2008, 2009, 2010. Uh, the, the time when we had the housing crash and the recession. Only this time, I think it's going to keep going just because of the state of the world right now. Yeah, it's, a, it's everything a, that's happening. It's a broader crash yeah definitely anticipating a way broader crash yeah. <clears throat> sorry i have like you're fine a feeling like i have to burp i didn't want to belch into the mic <laughs> i'm sure everybody appreciates that it didn't come up it's still like oh here well hopefully it'll come when i'm talking or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just felt like that was an awkward silence. I had to acknowledge why. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't have anything to say. So. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. All right. Well, Andrea, why don't you take away this next article? But first here, I'm just going to thank Grits for the two ice cream and USMC Sergeant for the two ice cream. Thank you, guys. We appreciate and that. Super oh, Sonia and for the women. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Super Sonia. Thank you. So we have... Uh, Kraft Heinz CEO says more rounds of price increases coming as inflation will continue. Kraft Heinz CEO Michael Miguel Patricio warned that because of the persistent inflation, there will be more price increases in 2023 amid ongoing challenges that are hampering the food industry. We've already increased the prices that we were expecting this year, but I'm predicting that next year inflation will continue. And as a consequence, we will have other rounds of price increases, Patricio said in an interview with CNN Business on Monday. Patricia's warning comes as inflation is still hovering at a 40-year high, drastically reducing the purchasing power of American households as many companies have passed on higher cost to consumers. According to an estimate from Moody's Analytics cited by CNBC, soaring inflation is forcing American households to spend an extra $445 per month buying the same items they wow. did this time last year. Kraft Heinz reported its in its second quarter 2022 results that it has had raised its prices by 12.4 percentage points compared to the year ago period. The company has also offered different packaging and pricing options for consumers looking for lower priced items. The new normal, CEO Patricio told CNN, the company has tried to minimize inflation on everything we do because it would be very easy just to pass the price to consumers, but that has consequences. He cited that because of ongoing challenges such as raw material shortages, supply difficulties, the emergence of new strains of COVID-19 <laughs> virus, interesting and other scapegoats <laughs> yeah and russia's war in ukraine there will yeah. be continued uncertainty among the food industry Heinz and of is course, shit food anyway just, just cut them out of your yeah. budget altogether 
exactly you know the thing about it is, is a lot of this stuff is processed and um we're going to continue to see these price increases hit our food supply yeah. we've had massive amounts of food industries burned to the ground fertilizer industries burning to the ground um a lot of these companies have been shuttered because of covid and all of that for the last two years so we've really got a big problem on our hands and um you know it's time that you you can make your own ketchup fairly easily all you have to do is grow tomatoes <clears throat> um so there's a lot of things that we can do a lot there's a lot of foods that we can buy in yeah. the store that in all honesty we can either make or go without because it's really not healthy for us anyway yeah and tomatoes are one of those things too where you don't even have to grow them to get a bunch of tomatoes because maybe your neighbor grows way too many tomatoes like a lot of people do you could always trade you know so hey yeah that's the thing you know if you're if you suck at growing tomatoes like we kind of do <laughs> <laughs> but we're really great at growing zucchinis. <laughs> you know, I would be willing to trade some zucchinis for some tomatoes. You yeah. know, I mean, people can do that. It used to be. An, an and they go together. So, yeah. I mean, you could do all kinds of things with them. And, but people during, you know, the first and second world wars and during the depression, their front yards weren't these beautiful soft grassy green lawns with no weeds they didn't have no, astroturf they no they didn't have astroturf. <laughs> I hate astroturf they were gardens people grew gardens and so many people have gotten away from that i was reading that um prior to 1950 yes um 70 what was it 70 percent of all american households had a garden now that was 70%. 70% of all households had a garden prior to 1915. Now, less than 1% have home gardens. Wow. I think it's got to be more here, but maybe like across the country that makes sense because everyone's up Yeah, there. it's talking everyone's nationally. Stuck in, everyone's it's stuck in a city. Right. And nobody knows complex. how to grow gardens anymore. No one has a yard. If they're lucky, they have a patio. But there are a lot of really great um they're called urban homesteaders i think out there Growing to talk about plants you know, in their windows and stuff yeah yeah and vertical gardens you know mm -hmm. if you've got a wall um there have been people who have you know that live in an apartment right and they have like a, a patio and on their wall they just grow vertical gardens and you put planters on your wall and you grow your vegetables there I mean, there's definitely ways around that, even if you live in a big city and are limited on space. Yeah, I've seen um, people do it, man. It's pretty amazing what they could do with just a south-facing window in a building. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, we need to get back to to that. Unless, you know, we're already paying $450 more a month for groceries. That's so much money. How much? That's going to double. That's going to be a badass you know? garden if you just... <laughs> <laughs> move some of that right, take that money and buy seeds <laughs> yeah, grow your own garden and so many seeds buy a rototiller if you need it i mean oh man you usually pick up rototillers for a couple hundred bucks yeah i mean you're not gonna get anything fancy yeah it's hard <laughs> work. it's hard work though i have to admit and a lot of studying and figuring out and trial and error but it's so worth it 
I don't yeah. know. It just tastes better when you're like, this is from the garden you know, when you're eating dinner. Sonia you know? says there's community gardens too. Yeah. Get together with the people in your neighborhood. I've Find a plot wanting, of land that's not being used. I've been wanting to check out our community garden. Um, it's funded by the city or the community. And I don't know exactly how it works, but I, I know sometimes I'll go to certain stores and they'll be like, do you want to donate your roundup and donate to the community garden? And sometimes they'll be like, do you want to round up and donate to Ukraine? Do you want to round up and donate here and there? And there? But I noticed sometimes they say the community garden and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but it <laughs> seems like a good community thing to donate to. Um, right. So that's interesting. Um, the food prices are going up, inflation is going up, everything's uh, going up, our energy costs are going up. So, you know, any way to save money, you can. Yeah. I'm going to do it now before you're forced into doing something. You know, if you can save yourself some money in the future by investing in some of the stuff that you need for gardening and whatnot right now, yeah, it's going to be better because prices are just going to continue to go up. And if you wait until, you know, you're forced in a position of, yeah, you know. it'll be too late. <clears throat> it's hard to sustain yourself, too. I don't know, like, how humans manage to do it, but wow. Could you imagine? Oh, I mean, you're working on being self-sustaining and fully sustained by your own doing, and it's mm -hmm. just... It's a lot of work. It's insane. It's a lot of work. And it's a lot of failure and a lot of heartache at yeah. the same time when you're trying to. And I grew up, I actually grew up living like that. Like when in my childhood, that's how I grew up was being pretty much self-sustainable. Um, my family was always very poor. And so we had to. And as I got into adulthood and stuff, I, I hated for so long, I hated my childhood. Um, because we were so poor and I wanted to live the American dream, right? Just like everybody else. And I got a good job. I made really good money. I made good financial decisions. I mean, not all the time, but, you know, I made the same normal mistakes. I think that most young adults do learned from them and moved on. And, um, I did good for myself, but I pretty much walked away from the childhood I grew up having. And now I find that not only do I need to go back to that. I want to. Yeah. I don't want the American dream isn't what I thought it was. And um, it's I, I crave a lifestyle that's more natural and more in tune with nature. Me too. Yeah. So, I was just walking outside it. and just taking it took a deep breath and I could smell just the wet leaves and trees and the ocean. And I'm like, this is it. This is good shit right here. Heck yeah. The simple stuff. Yeah. Sure. Alright, let's, let's get out of here. Let's get out of the finance rabbit hole and get into a little bit of the U.S. news. This next story is really interesting. I had a friend of mine who works for a call center for Google. So it's kind of like a third party, I guess. Mm -hmm. And they called me last week and they're like, or they contacted me and they were telling me about what they, something they noticed. And they they told me that they noticed in one day, that day, 
a few people called that were out of the ordinary. These people all had connections to Republican candidates whose Google accounts weren't showing up in the Google search. So they were they called for having technical issues with their websites not showing up. And he walked them through fixing it and kind of is uh, pays attention to who's calling and what's going on and uh, evaluating. He watches Josh's show and stuff, so he's kind of like knows what's going on and kind of could put two and two together. And he's like, I was like, yeah, dude, that sounds like election interference is what it sounds like. And he says, yeah, man, it's crazy. Well, today an article came out titled Google skews search results towards Democrat candidates in advance of election, according to Watchdog Group. Of course they do. So just confirmation on that, which I didn't have a doubt already. I trust this fella. Yep. But, yeah, they're cheating. What? They've been doing this for a while. Of course they have. Yeah, these... Uh, these people. The Media Research Center, a conservative, a conservative content analysis group, has called out Google for manipulating its search engine results to favor Democrat Democratic candidates running in critical Senate states. So, the Media Research Center is calling upon Google to stop its war on democracy. To regain the trust of conservatives, it must provide algorithmic transparency to show that liberal groups and candidates are treated the same way as conservatives. MRC is also calling upon members of Congress to take action protecting Americans' free speech liberties. Congress should investigate Google's search bias and its results on the midterm elections. Big tech's bias is out of control. A tweet by Ronna McDaniel, GOP chairwoman. Every single month, for seven months in a row, Google has systematically attacked the RNC's email fundraising during important donation days at the end of the month. Our emails go from strong inbox delivery, 90 to 100%, down to 0%. And here's the graph to show, prove it. Um, This is interference. This is manipulation. This is illegal. This is actually treason, I believe, if true. That is, it's interfering with... um, people's ability to uphold their oaths and whatnot it could be considered treason am i wrong am i right i don't know well i right? i don't think you're wrong okay i guess it depends on how you, see you, you can spin anything you want all right um, right then <laughs> and, and we've got the democrats and stuff doing the exact same thing yeah well that's what i'm saying that's what they're yeah, yeah. that's what they're doing oh. i mean it's all just a giant mess as far as our elections and stuff go, and of course, we know the Biden administration is supposed to be coming out talking about election integrity. And yeah, today, I think, yes, at some point today. I don't know when. I think it was one thirty Eastern. But of course, they're going to try to make it so that they can bring it to where they can cheat. We'll see what happens. Dude, you know, they're so are they going to cheat for themselves? Are they going to cheat for the Republicans? Who are they going to cheat for and how's it going to go? <laughs> yeah, how are they going to fuck this up? <laughs> how are they going to fuck it up? Flip a coin. We'll see. And uh, put in the comments how you think the election is going to be fucked this year. Right. But the bottom line is is they don't, they don't want us choosing our own government. 
it, no. they want to install it just like they did in Great Britain. Why would you with want, uh, Rishi? Yeah, why would they want useless eaters to make these decisions? You out of your mind? Exactly. They call us useless we are, eaters. We aren't smart enough to make our own decisions. And you know, so many people refer to these people as our leaders. There are our leaders. Our leaders. Um, no. They're not our leaders. They're supposed to be our representatives. They're supposed to represent us. Yeah. We are the leaders. But they've convinced everybody that they are the leaders and that we are their subjects. And I am nobody's subject. Huh. So we need to stop referring to them as our leaders. But well people said. do it all the time without even thinking about it. I know. I, every time I do, I'm like, I have to correct myself. Oh, I correct everybody every chance I get. If I hear I'm, I'm like not our leaders, <laughs> I don't have a leader. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, well put. And just really quick, this next story is just um, a quick headline here. Biden came out this morning and congratulated Rishi Sunak, the next globalist puppet put into power. Um, yeah, actually, did you hear how he botched that too? He actually congratulated Rashi Sonic or Sanic. <laughs> Rashi Sanic. Oh no. He I couldn't didn't. even pronounce the guy and I'm oh, like, oh no, dear God. I'm like well, he's, this guy's a joke. Biden is just dementia ridden. He said he looks forward to enhancing uh, Biden said, I look forward to enhancing our cooperation on issues critical to global security and prosperity, including continuing our strong support for Ukraine. Yeah. You know, because of his personal business dealings in Ukraine and his son Hunter and um, maybe Uranium One, maybe a little bit of biolabs and other things that wouldn't be great to see the light of day and the scrutiny of truth. Yeah. Bastard. It's, yep. Yeah. It's a, that was a globalist coup if I ever saw one. And I my heart Seriously. goes out to... All of the Brits out there, we're going to suffer for this. Yeah. yeah because Europe, they are. And there's not anything so... that they can do. This dude, it doesn't he's get more globalist than this. Did you know that he's actually wealthier than the king? I didn't know how wealthy he was, but I know he's one of the wealthiest people. Yeah, he's worth like 738 there. million pounds, where the king is, King Charles is actually worth like. 600 and something dude what the fuck this is not democracy or whatever they all think well they over do. there they don't have i don't know what the, they have a monarchy over there that's what their form of system of government is still this is not right man nope i my heart goes out to those people truly should have been on the american side during all those years ago i think they have some kind of <laughs> dose they have some kind of dose of democracy in their system allegedly of course, none of us actually do, do we? No, they always refer to it as it's democracy all over the world. As long as the globalists are in charge, everything right. is democracy. Democracy. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Heinz to come out and be like, in order to reduce the cost of ketchup, we are going to be introducing crickets into our Ugh. recipes. Nope. Can't do it. Won't do it. I'll starve to death. <laughs> Thank you, Sonia, for the lemon. <laughs> That'll make those crickets go out a little sweeter. God. 
So did you hear about this one? MSNBC legal analyst McQuaid. Trump could be charged with manslaughter for January 6th. Of course. This is a bunch of bullshit if I ever heard about it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to go into the whole thing because it's uh, kind of, but they're basically saying that Trump had a, it was his duty and his responsibility to protect everyone. And because um, Ashley Babbitt, because Ashley Babbitt died, that he was the one that was ultimately responsible. Well, you know what I say to that? You want to know how I know that's bullshit and somebody else should probably be charged with manslaughter and treason? It's because Trump requested the National Guard be deployed that day. And Nancy Pelosi, while she had her film crew there, said, no, she was probably wasted. And it's Nancy Pelosi's fault. And 100% But they're not going to blame Nancy Pelosi. They're going to blame Trump. Do you remember Trump's speech that got him banned from Twitter that day? Mm -hmm. Where he said, everybody go home in peace. It's time to go. Just let it be. Blah, blah, blah. Something like that, right? That they didn't let anybody see. Yeah, they suppressed it. Yeah. They yep. were like, ban him now. Ban him now. Well, and we know that there was Antifa operatives and stuff that were violent. Yeah, um, and FBI. And caused violence and the FBI and all of those. But... Um, they're going to uh, this just goes to show their level of fear because nothing that they keep throwing wet noodles at the wall hoping they'll stick and they don't it's because they're and wheat so, noodles or they're yeah they're fake noodles. <laughs> what, are they, what are those or no vegetable based noodles noodles How, what are noodles yeah they use they make weird noodles now they do make weird noodles that's Some why they're not sticking gross it's their freaking anyway sorry yeah. Sticky noodles. <laughs> but they, this is just another wet noodle that they're throwing at the wall, hoping it sticks. And, you know, if if by chance it does, which I doubt. No, this is then, ridiculous. You know, you're going to have people that are going to be rising up and you're going to, I don't this know. This is just I, to keep the brainwashed people Trump should be charged with manslaughter. Trump's... I just, I can't, you know, seeing their level of escalation at this is very, it, it's frightening on one level. Because this is what they're going to start doing to the average American. They're already oh, yeah. starting to do it. They are. You know. They're targeting... Um, I, the next the next story we have it says what election denier hillary clinton says right-wing extremists have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election yeah and then she begged for funding donations right and i think josh went over this a little bit last no. night no he didn't mm -mm. oh maybe i'm just, i don't know but she published a video on money and she's got you know what i find very interesting she's got the sam puko eyes or whatever oh sam paku sam paku yeah that's this can't do it because i'm not crazy enough but i can't do it either but yeah she's full on <laughs> yeah hillary clinton published a video on monday where she accuses right-wing extremists of already having a plan to literally steal the next presidential election isn't this illegal doesn't this demand investigation and an fbi home raid democrats <laughs> must really be worried that they won't be able to steal the presidential election in 2020 see her eyes Yikes. i'm telling you Oh, and then she, she starts out her speech with, hello, indivisibles. What the fuck?
fuck is that? I know what that is. I think that's what she calls her fo- her small cult following from her podcast. Oh. I'm here to highlight something that is keeping me up at night. And I know this group really understands what I'm about to say. Um, and she just goes on. And then she's asking, yeah, you're right, she's asking for donations for Crush the Coup. Um, what a but, disaster. Yeah. I, I can't. I never even listened to the video that they posted on here because. It's bad. It, it makes me want to shove nails in my ear. I don't. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we're not going to play it today, but man, what? And there's a lot of parodies coming out on it, which are pretty great. Um, well, and Biden gaffes just never stop. Biden calls Kamala Harris president again yesterday. Of course he does. Ugh, idiot. Clown world. This is like the fourth or fifth time he's done this. <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot. And one of them, one of the times he did it was in regards to, like, nuclear weapons. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got those, and you're calling her the president. That's comforting. <laughs> it's Camelto. Okay. Right. Um, nervous Democrats are sending Barry Sartoro and Biden to campaign in Pennsylvania. That's Obama and Biden to campaign in Pennsylvania. Looks like a pretty big act of desperation. Yeah, it is. They're, I think, really... Well, they've got Fetterman, right? He's Isn't he in Pennsylvania? <laughs> So, I mean, uh, I mean, he may only have, you know, he may have. Would you? So, do, when you vote for, if you were going to vote for Fetterman, yeah. do you have to vote for him and the lump on his neck? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> I'm curious. Fetterman lost his lump one. <laughs> uh, um, I vote Fetterman's lump before I voted for Fetterman. Dude, Fetterman. Oh my gosh, is anybody voting for this? Well, and you know, Joe Biden, they've got to prop him up too. And I think he's getting at a point where they can't trust him with the midterms. And so they're like, okay, Barry, it's your turn to be his handler. Because Jill's getting a little frustrated with it. She's been yelling at him lately. He he got lost on the south lawn of the White House yesterday for a tree planting ceremony. And Jill had to yell at him. I'm like, how much longer are we going to let this continue? Seriously. You're like, where's the Easter Bunny when you need him? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then he ended it, the little clip that I saw, he ends with, well, I, I could go whatever way I want. I know what freedoms I have. <sighs> I'm Big Mike Obama, and I approve this message. <laughs> right? <laughs> I <laughs> Oh my gosh, sad. How sad. This is going to be such a red wave. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. They prop him they have to prop up his election and they have to literally prop him up as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um health is huge and I put these in the wrong section. <laughs> I'm realizing right now. <laughs> Okay, you want me to move them? Um, I'll do it. Let's okay. talk world news, and then we'll talk health. All right. Save the grosses for last. There are a lot of, speaking of health, just real quickly, because I don't think we have anything on it. Yeah, we do. 
Well, well no, I mean, I'm, no, nothing. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. But uh, we have there have been a lot of funeral home directors that are coming yeah. out and speaking about how almost every corpse they have um, has blood clots. Oh, I know. I have some pictures. Mm hmm. It's disturbing. They're like, these aren't like normal blood clots. These are like, what did they say? This is like. I said, well, I saw one that said it was like a parasite and it looks like they're feeding off of blood clots. They're like not your typical blood clot. They're solid. Masses. Like, tissues. Right. That's why the Rubber. guy said that it looked like he, he said it looks like a parasite. And he says all of them look like they're feeding off of a blood clot. Is what I saw one person say. That is so wild, man. This is. I'm like, what if that really is the truth? I'm like, what if these are some kind of living organism that's taking off blood clots? Oh, I something. Yeah, I don't know. Yikes! Yuck! Yuck! Anyway. Yeah. So with world news russia claims ukraine dirty bomb is in its final stages we know that russia called everybody including the u.s defense secretary lloyd austin yeah warning of a dirty bomb that ukraine is allegedly making and that he has the proof now they're saying well you know they're in their final stages Russia on Monday claimed Ukraine was in the final stages of developing the so-called dirty bomb to use against Moscow's forces. Allegations Kiev said are absurd and could signal Russia's battlefield plans, which they claim. Russia's just saying that because they're going to use a dirty bomb because because they're going to bomb themselves because they want to go into the war more and they want to take over the world and they're really bad. That's how I think they sound. They sound retarded. They do, but they don't think... So they don't think that Russia's going to bomb itself pretty much because if russia bombs ukraine the airstream is just going to blow right into russia anyway well it's ukraine bombing ukraine so it's russia being blamed for bombing ukraine i know well yeah i've heard too that they're saying russia's gonna it's basically like russia bombing itself because if they bomb right there it's going to contaminate their air yeah russia's not going to be yeah, Russia's not, which is why they're speaking up and saying something, because I think they know that. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense for them to... This would be amazing. It doesn't make any sense for them to nuke Ukraine. Not yet, unless... I don't think not ever. They're way too close. Why would you want that, that close would. to your country? They would if they were in danger, and that was the only way of protecting Russia. I think Russia's got enough other means of protecting themselves. They though, do have a lot they with a lot, lot of different without using nuclear. But that's not the narrative. They're saying Russia's running out of missiles. Russia's running out of bullets. Russia's running out of the will to fight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They keep saying that. Russia has a lot of weapons, y'all. Oh yeah. this Russia thing really annoys me because there's so much fake news. It's there insane. Is. And you know what? I don't know the truth. Russia's saying this. They're saying that. I can only do my best guess. Um, if I had to bet, I would bet Russia's telling the truth on this. I think what gives it, you know, much more credence that Russia's telling the truth about this is the fact that we are sending, and, and this is just from my 
perspective, we're sending massive amounts of money and arms to Ukraine, but they don't seem to be making any headway. So you can't tell me that Russia is losing. You need to read more of the propaganda articles. Change your mind. I know. I shouldn't. Because I should they're like, more. they're just how victorious and amazing Ukraine is. But yeah. Oh my gosh. This is, this could lead to a major escalation and I hope it doesn't go there. I hope not. Because who suffers from this? It's the fucking people. Sorry, sorry for my language. It's the people like you and me that just happen to have been born in this area that suffer. And it's incredibly unfair and sad and ridiculous. And why are they doing this? Well, it's because, you know, a few people want to take advantage of society and benefit illegally. You know, people like Hunter Biden and the Biden uh, crime family and the globalists and the human traffickers um, globally. And, you know, just them. But it's interesting because we have some of the Democrats are actually now urging Biden to negotiate. Yeah. Um, with on Ukraine with Yay. Russia. And um, some logic shined through. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think there's something more here to this than that. Wow. Um, I'm not quite sure what yet. But you, it says U.S. left-wing lawmakers urged Biden to negotiate on Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, there were, in a letter, 30 House members from Biden, Biden's Democratic Party made clear that they opposed Russia's outrageous and illegal invasion of Ukraine and agreed with the White House that a settlement was up to Kiev. But as legislators responsible for the expenditure of tens of billions of U.S. taxpayer dollars for military assistance in the conflict, we believe such involvement in this war also creates a responsibility for the United States to seriously explore all possible avenues, said the lawmakers led by Representative Pramila Jayapal, leader of the House Progressive Caucus. So I think what they're doing is, is I, I think this is another ploy because we're right. Before midterms, nobody wants to be in a war. Nobody wants to be in World War Three. So it's just and temporary. So, I do. I think it's temporary. I think they're calling for peace and negotiations because they want to look, they don't want to look like warmongers right before the midterms because that's going to affect their chances. So I think yeah, that everything point. that they're doing is strategic to the midterms. Yeah. And then they could just press the war later and pretend like it's out of their control. Right. And then of course, two years down the road, when we're looking at the 2024 presidential elections they're going to do the same thing again this is their one of their games that they play they promise a bunch of stuff and then they do whatever the hell they want sickening yeah and um, they brainwash people to believe that they're getting exactly what they wanted yep uh griner what i forgot her name Brittany. Brittany griner yeah Brittany griner the trans basketball player who was arrested on drug charges in Russia had a court hearing and they upheld her drug sentence of nine years. Right. They are not. And from what I can understand is her sentence was fairly harsh. Yes. Compared to um, what is normal for Russian men justice. Oh. 
Um, apparently, if you're a Russian and you get caught with whatever she got caught with, the cannabis Pot. oil. Yeah. It was Some their vape of... cartridges. Oh, yeah. Um, the sentence isn't nearly as harsh as what she got. And so they were trying to get it lowered based on what is the normal average, I guess, over there for drug charges. And the judge was like, nope, sorry. We think it's fair. And, of course, she's only been over there eight months. He. Now, do I think that's right? I don't think that's right. I I don't think it's right either, but but here's the thing. It's not up to us. She's in Russia. I know. It's up to them. It's their constitutional rights. Stop. You don't have constitutional rights in Russia. I'm sorry. Follow their damn laws if you're going to another country. It's because shit like that. That's just exactly it. And, you know, your constitutional rights end at the U.S. border. And if you're in the U.S. and you're not a citizen, you don't have constitutional rights either. Yeah. And actually, they don't and exist. people forget that. In the borders a lot of time nowadays. Right. We, we, I mean, us who were born here don't even have constitutional rights anymore. So why should anybody else, right? <laughs> But in a normal world, that's how it works, is that American citizens are protected by the Constitution, not everybody else. And your constitutional protections end when you leave the country. So if I'm going to go to Canada or Mexico and I break the laws there, the Constitution isn't going to protect me. If I go to Mexico and I speak out about the cartels and the Mexican government... And I make an ass out of myself, and they arrest me for that. I can't scream free speech. No. <laughs> this doesn't work like that. No, no. Yeah. The world is fucked up, people. Yeah, Well, that's unfortunate for Griner. I don't feel bad because you have a responsibility. Yeah, they don't make the best choices. To understand basically. the rules. Yeah. And follow the rules of the country you're going to. And if you don't, you're taking a chance. And if you get caught, that's your own damn fault. This is the part of the problem with the world that we we live in right now is that there's no personal responsibility. And parents don't teach their children to take responsibility for their actions. It's like I was having this conversation yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he keeps trying to give my kid gives me excuses and reasons and stuff. And I say, I don't care. He goes, you never care. I go, you know why I don't care? Because your excuse is irrelevant. Whatever reason you had for doing the wrong thing is irrelevant. I said, all I need you to do is understand why you're in trouble and what behavior I expect you to change going forward. I don't care why you chose. I need you to understand why it's wrong and what I expect of you. And you're going to pay this, suffer the consequences of your choices. Yeah arguing never uh... the hardest part to do the hardest thing as a parent uh-huh. that i have found is letting your children fail you have to you have to give them the freedom to fail because they can't learn if they don't oh, and man. i would much rather have my child fail yeah as a child where he, I'm around to guide him and teach him going mm-hmm. forward so he doesn't have to fail as an adult. I would much rather, but it is hard as hell I to watch your time. child fail. Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite ways to learn. Right? I failed a lot. It's way easier to fail as a child when mom and dad are there to 
you know, pick you up and dust you off and move you forward and teach you how to move through those things. But it's a lot of people, a lot of parents don't want to do that anymore. They don't want their children to fail because they don't want their children to have to put them in that feeling of failure. Yeah. You're not doing your your child any favors. Dude, parenting blows my mind with these, some of these people nowadays. Mm -hmm. Um, We have more news out of Ukraine. Ukraine arrests head of aerospace giant over alleged Russia links. I thought this was interesting. Uh, Ukraine is kind of famous now for arresting people in its own country, alleging links to Russia and whatnot. Vyacheslav Boguslav. <laughs> Sorry. I would butcher that too. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I do not know how to read. VB? Yeah, VB. Um, <laughs> Vyacheslav, now in pretrial detention, is suspected of supplying parts to Moscow. A court in Kiev has ordered Kiev has ordered the pretrial detention of the head of Motor Sitch. I, I might be saying this wrong too. I apologize. A Ukrainian company that makes aircraft engines on charges of treason. Vyacheslav, who holds the title of hero of Ukraine for his accomplishments, called his arrest a misunderstanding. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Bogoslav and Oleg Dziaba, who heads the firm's export department, had their cases heard on Monday behind closed doors. Ukraine's domestic security agency, the SBU, detained them on Sunday, claiming they had evidence that he sold military products to Russia. If found guilty, he and Ziaba may face up to 12 years in jail. In the case of Bogoslav, 83, it could mean an effective life sentence. I wonder what actually happened. Yep. My guess is he probably spoke out against the uh, illegitimate regime in Ukraine and maybe he was helping. They trumped up some charges on him. Hard to say. Maybe he was helping Russia. Yeah. Anything is possible. Yeah. Just an interesting tidbit there to put in the back of our minds for later. Mm -hmm. Might become relevant. Or maybe it's just a continuation of Ukraine's crazy. Um, politics. Yeah, it's hard to say. And then we've got, of course, Iranian foreign minister saying that Biden is secretly in a hurry to revive the nuclear deal. Um, So we all heard a couple months ago that the Iran nuclear deal was dead and um, nothing was going to move forward on it. Well, Biden's been making secret phone calls, apparently, to Iran, begging them to revive this. And, of course, they still want what they wanted then that made Biden say no. Um, They want certain concessions that would be dangerous to most Americans. Mm -hmm. And um, so they don't. Biden can't possibly say no, but he keeps begging them. That's the part that I, I think is really disgraceful is the fact that something that's so very obviously a bad deal for us he's begging to bring back and they're just like no 
And of course, we know that, you know, Iran is most likely supplying drones to Russia. And um, Iran is um, working with Russia and has basically, you know, told Russia that they're an ally. And we're going over there begging for this nuclear deal. Like, what in the hell is, is going on? And why are we doing this? But Biden's just begging for anything... He looks weak and he looks pathetic and he makes our country look weak and pathetic yeah. because it is. And nobody likes us. He's alienating us from the whole the entire world. Yeah, I mean because there's a lot of European countries who don't even like us now. No one does. Because he's a dictator and a tyrant. And, and retarded. Everybody mocks him for being retarded. And he's and retarded. Yep. And there was one part in here that I found really interesting. I don't know that I'll be able to find it. But basically, Iran accused... Oh, right here. Um, Abdullayan claimed the Biden administration is seeking to exert political and psychological pressure to gain concessions in the negotiation. But the Iranians are unmoved by their tactics. It says... We do not give any concessions to the American side, and we move within the framework of logic and the framework of an agreement that respects the red lines of the Islamic Republic of Iran, but at the same time, we never leave the negotiating table. They need a better negotiator, uh, the U.S. I don't know. Let me think. Who would be a good negotiator? Um, hmm. I don't Trump, maybe? Yeah, Trump. Trump. Is it Trump or is it... Of course, it, Trump, yeah, Trump got us out of the Iranian nuclear deal and, you know, Biden's been chomping at the bit to get back in, but Iran has been like, nope, sorry. You're gonna... And we all know that it was interesting because at the beginning of this whole thing, before any of the Russia-Ukraine stuff happened, mm-hmm. Russia... The Iranian nuclear deal was actually proposed, the new one, or the revised one, whatever you want to look at it, mm-hmm. was actually proposed. The changes that were proposed were proposed by Russia hmm. to Iran. And this was a whole thing that was drawn up between Russia and Iran for the Iranian nuclear deal between Iran and the U.S. And Biden, the Americans weren't allowed to know what was in that deal. They basically had to accept it. And there were lawmakers who came out and said, no, we need to know what's in there. And that's, I think, but, uh, yeah. Trippy, man. What a disaster. Uh, What else have we got here? Italy's new far-right prime... Jeez. Italy's new far-right prime minister, Giorgia Maloney, rejects fascism. For her, yay! Like, that's though, something that should be like cheered, even like, though yay! she's still, it's like, hello, nobody should be cheering fascism in the first place, it's right? Like, what? But okay, but here's cool. the funny thing Good. is she's still promised to send bucket loads of money to Ukraine. I know that's what I saw, and I was like, <laughs> okay, what the hell's going on here? Sure, I'm gonna reject fascism, but I support Ukraine. Yeah, I suspect. She's suspect. I think they're all globalists playing a game. They think that they can convince us that they're not really globalists. Yeah, I heard, I was reading a story about somebody who's running not as a Democrat or a Republican. Um, 
but they're totally a far leftist. And it's like, that's how they do it. They run as the opposite party or they run as independent or whatever. And they get in there and then they impose their crazy radical leftist policies and they, yeah. Yeah. Or in this case, a country, whole country. I don't know though. Maybe she's good people, good person. I don't think so. I hope she's good for Italy. Um, but you know, this little piece of thing that says she rejects fascism, but still supports Ukraine. I call bullshit on that. Yeah. And where's all the hit pieces against her? Why are they kind of like propelling her like it's too good to be true kind of stories of, oh, she's anti-globalism, but she she is a globalist and or anti-fascism. I do think I remember seeing an article. um, She was actually, I think, one of the um, young leaders for the WEF. So she's part of that World Economic Forum. Um, She's part of those young global leaders. She's. She's a globalist. Yeah, I never had a good feeling about it. Yeah, I, I think that I hope she does some good things for Italy, but ultimately, I think it's the, a different side of the same coin. Yeah, I think she's going to do the bidding of Klaus Schwab and putting bugs in schools and putting bugs in everybody's kitchen and taking away freedoms, yeah. uh, mass genocide, maybe. Yeah. You know, all of the things that the globalists like. All right. Um, what else? Do you want to take on this last sure. article in their world news? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, th- sure. The U.S. wants to break up Taiwan's chip hub to shield supply chains in event of China invasion. I wonder how that's going to affect Nancy Pelosi and her stocks. <laughs> um hopefully well hopefully 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 she becomes much more wealthy i think those that's the plan at least but this is um more meddling in taiwan and the global chip supply um that is definitely going to be reason for china to act we could see china invade taiwan because Mm -hmm. of this issue because chips are king when it comes to these wars modern day and the modern day economy and just everything that we have. So if you don't have chips, you don't have, um, you're not playing the game. That's true. So this is not good. This whole chip situation. So we could see China protect its chip situation by invading Taiwan. I hope not, but you know, I just don't want to see any violence and everything's kind of, Heading that towards way. that direction. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go onward, though. Yep. We got health now. Arrest them now. Government funded lab in Maryland plans to develop a hybrid monkeypox strain that is more lethal than the previous strains. You know, we got this with COVID, too. And I'm like sitting here going, why are we doing this? Well, you know, they Could say. The event that it happens in nature, naturally, yeah. we've got to have. It's not going to. That's the thing is you guys are creating it, you're releasing it, and you're killing people. Actually, technically speaking, it could happen in about 10 million years by natural progression of viruses. If you know anything about how viruses evolve. Okay. Basically not going to happen. They're doing, um, what do they call it? Gain of function research? Yep, gain of function. On everything. There's another... 
a lab that's going to be doing it, I believe, in Boston. Boston University, if they, they did it, correctly. they created the strain of COVID that is 80% more has an 80% lethal. mortality rate. Yeah. Uh, they are just they're like, Oh, well, the first stuff didn't work. And we can't get enough people jabinated. So let's just do lethal strains. Yep, jabinated. That's my new <laughs> word of the day. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's scary that they're doing all this crap. But yeah. dude, and yeah. This is another good reason to get your health under control and get more back to nature, grow your own garden, grow your own food, because guess what? If they have to, they're going to start putting this stuff in your food they and do. in your water, and it's already probably in the air. Mm -hmm. And if you want to, you know, the best way to survive all of this is to be healthy. And I know I say that I'm not the healthiest person out there. Um, but I'm working on it. I'm working on fixing the things that I need to fix. Likewise. And I'm and I'm aware. Yeah, there's so much chemicals and poison just in everyday things, too. It's crazy. Products and whatnot. <laughs> uh, judge strikes down New York City vaccine mandate for all city workers. Woohoo. They need yeah. city workers. When people refuse to do their job in exchange for getting vaccinated does that make sense when people start refusing to do their job they have no choice but to back down right well and so basically what they were saying too was that these mandates were you know they couldn't mandate stuff for certain people and then give exemptions for others because they were trying to get in, you know, singers and artists and actors and stuff like that. And these people had exemptions for ma vaccine mandates, but the city workers. And then, of course, they knocked down the private sector workers' mandates. And they're like, well, this is, you can't keep mandates for one set of people and, you know, lift them for all the others. It's, so that's kind of where that happened. Yeah, but they're still going to continue to coerce and trick and deceive people into getting these life-threatening jabs. They're apparently life-threatening. Um, former Defense Secretary Ash Carter has passed away at age 68, family says. Um, he died suddenly. Heart issues. People, that's what people are doing. They're dying suddenly of heart attacks. Yeah, like, oh, it's a and attack. the fact that this is a former defense secretary is kind of a red flag, and I think there's more to the picture here. I wonder what he was involved with in his free time, who he knew he was in contact with, what's going on there. That's just strange. Wow. And I believe there are ways to make people have heart attacks that are used by hitmen. So was he, was he murdered? Maybe. I don't know. Was it just bad luck or bad health or bad genes? Maybe. Was it the jab? Most likely. Who knows? But we are seeing this trend. Yeah. We are. And not to backtrack, but sure. it did in that article, it was saying about New York. Okay. It was saying that about 80% of New York is vaccinated. I don't believe it. State. I don't if know either. True, I, I have a hard time believing that. But who knows? Maybe they were talking about, I don't know that it specified new york state or new york city so hmm. new york state i could believe that there's probably 80 percent of new york city that's vaccinated really? i oh, don't know I, I don't know that i would necessarily agree that 80 percent of new york state is that is so much mm -hmm. that's a lot God. yeah 
but it could be propaganda to get you know the everybody yeah. to get more people vaccinated to too make, they they use that as make. a way of see you're the 20 percent that's killing the rest of the population yeah you're the Keeping minority you're the black sheep but in reality that's just coercion and trickery they do that they do that with voting too with the fake polls most people are voting for most people are voting for you know insert candidate here that they want to win it's like oh well if most people are voting for them i should probably vote for them too because i want to be like everybody i want to be accepted um another death 55 year old local radio legend dies suddenly on air while presenting the morning show yeah, this was a British guy that was um, sad. Yep, doing his morning show. Had a heart attack. That's what they said. Wow. Unbelievable. This is going to keep ramping up, and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And we're going to start seeing more and more of this. Yeah, Tim Gow. Yeah, Go. 55. Tim Go. And of course, here he is on Twitter. No problems with booster shots, Pfizer and Moderna, in our family and immediate friends, aside from the odd slightly sore arm for 36 hours. I say get your booster done as soon as possible and enjoy your cheese and wine. I mean, talking about... <clears throat> pardon me. I mean, talking about work while asked work, whilst at work and following the rules. Sad. Mm -hmm. He was probably These people were pushing it and jab. pushing it and pushing it, and then... <sighs> The thing that they were pushing killed them. Don't get jabinated. Stay wouldn't. away from it. Talk to a smart doctor about your medical stuff and be smart and vigilant. You know, look into... Here's another good one. Yeah? Since I, I don't trust the medical industry anymore. Um, not even a little bit. Go to a naturopathic doctor. Hmm. Or a homeopathic doctor. There are other alternatives out there than our modern modern medical system yeah and you know they've got to go through the same level of training that a regular doctor does just for a different and sometimes it's actually more intense than medical school depending on the field of study you know there's good but, people um, out there with good education and they're it's yeah. like but i will say this most insurances will not cover naturopathic and homeopathic doctors yeah because they don't medication. want you well right because it's you know big insurance and big pharma and big government all colluding together um and big tech now too obviously colluding together um to there is so much aside from serious health issues that people may need help with if you're healthy, relatively healthy and all this, there's so much information, so many doctors that are putting out free information because they actually care about people's health, that there's a lot we could do on our own. Um, well, there is. You know, one of the things this past weekend that I know we're running a little bit over, so I'll try to cut it short. Um, this past weekend, week before last, mm -hmm. that... Um, we did was my husband went to a couple of thrift stores looking for some things yes and brought home a ton of books mm -hmm. and i was like holy crap i'm like where did all these come from he's like i picked them up mm -hmm. for a dollar a piece nice. at goodwill or some other thrift store i can't remember 
Um, and Green Pharmacy, um, Encyclopedia for Herbal Remedies. Ooh. I mean, all kinds of different, you know, um, there was one on pharmaceutical medications, the things that they don't tell you, the side effects that are caught that cause. You know, one of the things that I learned is one of the blood pressure medications that I'm familiar with actually causes your arteries to weaken. Wow. You think they tell you that at the doctor's office? No. So your blood pressure medication could potentially, potentially be causing, I'm not saying that it does in every person because obviously everyone is different. It's like the biggest oxymoron ever. Mm -hmm. Same thing uh, with like... um, uh, medication for people's psychology will it'll, it'll be like um, uh, medication for I, I don't know even know what I'm trying to say but basically like ADHD no it's like depression um, oh. a medication for depression that causes suicidal thoughts a medication yeah. for bread blood pressure that causes weak arteries it's like this is the the shit we see in our modern day medicine it's absolutely ridiculous and totally obvious and the fact that they're pretending that it's all normal and all this is absurd real quick um yay said that osteopathic doctors are covered by insurance apparently maybe it maybe it depends on your insurance i've never had an insurance company or at least a plan they might have plans that you can buy um but the ones that most employer provided medical plans at least or insurance plans to my knowledge i've never seen one that's covered any kind of homeopathic or naturopathic doctors at all she's saying and, osteo um, oh, osteo osteopathic but yeah check it out i don't know i'll have to look into I'd that but yeah that's good that's good to know i don't even know what that is i'll be honest but I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd share. So I'll have to look into that and see, but that's okay, good information to have. Osteopath. Uh, an osteopath is a licensed physician who practices medicine using both conventional treatments and osteopathic manipulative medicine, which focuses on relieving pain and tension. Okay. I'll have to look and see. Interesting. Yeah. Look. Oh, she said to look for D O. Oh, Doctor of Osteopathy. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Thank you. Yay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you guys. Uh, I think that's all we have, right, Andrea? Is there anything else you want to touch on before we wrap it up? No, we've got. That was a lot of stuff that we went over today. We did good. So. Yeah. We got to bring the news. We got to bring it. Well, it's just a matter of getting back to health. Seriously. Health and natural nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, if you're over there on Foxhole Pilled, please hit those um, pills. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're over there on Rumble, hit those plus signs. If you're on Facebook, hit the share, hit the like, all that stuff. We appreciate it. It helps us, helps us in the algorithms and whatnot and helps people discover our show, and we appreciate that. Uh, thank you for everybody who donated during the show. Continues to support us over on the social Red Pill and the Red Pill family, who is just so supportive, interactive, and great people. We love you and we appreciate you. We'll be back live 
Joshua will be live tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time with the Daily Dose. And after that, we have the Q&A with Josh on the Social Red Pill. Join the Social Red Pill at socialredpill.com to join that for free. You can also support us by acquiring a subscription on the Social Red Pill, and that will go towards keeping the lights on here at the Red Pill Project and allowing us to continue to bring you the news and decentralized media in all forms. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. That's it. That's all we've got for today. We'll be back tonight, tomorrow, the next day, the day after that. Friday Funnies is coming up, so stay tuned. This month is coming to an end. Next month's going to be huge. We might have to have some maybe like longer form live shows, maybe on election night or something, right? I don't know, but Oh yeah, Josh has done that before, I think, with the twenty twenty election. Yeah, so. maybe we'll have to do something like that again. I don't know what Josh's schedule is like, but I was thinking about that, and I was like, we're all going to be just bug-eyed paying attention to this anyway. We might as well do a live show. Like, Yeah. <laughs> we'll have you know, to. We, we still have be, time to plan it, so. <laughs> I'm going to get like 300 texts that day, so <laughs> might as well just get it all here in the chat. Heck yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyway, you guys, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Take care. God bless and God speed. Bye, guys.